you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Travis Scott or basically trying to cancel him saying like this people are dying out here and Travis Scott is doing the robot. <laughs> this motherfucker's yeah, like I said, that's the video that's making its rounds. Yeah, it's the funniest shit ever. <laughs> Pretty good robot though. Yeah, somebody's yeah. dying. This motherfucker's like ah Ah, ah, ah. I'm like, dog, what the fuck is going on? It's a good robot. So there was an account of a, a of a young lady who was talking about what happened at the concert, right? Uh-huh. So she was trying to describe how fucking nuts it was when people were bum rushing towards the stage. Okay. Said it was so tight. In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We have a very, very special guest here. Manscaped, your balls will thank you. Hell yeah. What's up? Shout out promo code. We out here. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. The kind fanny pack. Nick does shave his butt too. So I'd be shaving my asshole, yo. You shave your butt, huh? Whole. 
My butthole, not my not butt. Not just his cheeks. Like the whole. There's no hair on my cheeks. Let's this keep guy, it real. Does he show you his ass consistently all the fucking time? Uh, sometimes. Yeah, Too it's much. It's been a while. I've seen your ass more than I've seen Mariel's ass. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're welcome, dude. You're welcome. Disgusting. Well, whatever it's you behind can. a paywall and you get to see you it for free. You and fucking Gilbert, dude, show your ass way too much. Gilbert shows ass too much, though. Also, it's shaved. It's manscaped. Yeah, Boom. So there you go. Bro. Bang, bang. <laughs> you use manscaped? I do. I do. Only because they gave it to me for free. But yeah, it's good shit. Dude. Yeah. What is it? What do you mean? Like are the razors or they they got they got it's everything. What is a manscaped ad, bro? I'm trying to help you out, asshole. <laughs> I think they stopped sponsoring my podcast, so yeah. we're not oh, talking about them anymore. They have great underwear. They have great underwear. They have a great shaver. It gets up in the up in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I like it. It's got a little hook. Got a little hook. <laughs> got a little like. No, I use a straight razor for my asshole, bro. How do you Let's do that? It's you quite easy. That, actually. What do you guys call the area between the the ball sack and the butthole? A taint, a gooch. What is it though? The is it or is it gooch? A bulbospongiosis is the medical term. Bulbosaur spongiosis. No, right? Bulbosaur. The bulbospongiosis is the sore. You're fucking lying. I swear, look, I'll show you. Right you just Bulbasaur. say shit right now because he's gonna have you repeat this nah. on public. I remember, and they're gonna roast me because I <laughs> was. Did you know it's actually called a bulbosaurosis? <laughs> Like the I will, yeah, dude. Oh, it's a muscle. I was uh I was in anatomy class and of anatomy? course they have yeah. anatomy. They have the picture of like everything, and then the middle is the bulbospongiosis, and that made me laugh. And I was like, hey guys, look. That was a one-on-one time with the professor after yeah, class. Like, he was like, Come here, Nick, let me I'll, show you my bulbosaurosis. <laughs> and I was like, Yeah, I can feel it for sure. Wow, the bulbospongiosis. Bulbospon- yeah. It's a muscle. Look. Hell yeah. In the diaphragms. I can't see shit. shit. It's, it's not the taint, it's like up beside you and shit. That's disgusting. I'll go with gooch or taint. I think they're in. Do you have to? We have to choose one? You know what? I actually <laughs> have to choose. You do right have to now? choose. Hey, let me tell you something. When I was in high school, I remember two dudes that got into a fucking fist fight over this in class. Over this? Like in taint class. And gooch. So this dude, I don't know how this fucking. I don't know how this came up, but I just remember. Rum Deep Sadoo. Rum Deep Sadoo. These two dudes. I don't know how the conversation came up, but he was talking about. Oh, what's that area between your balls? He's like, yeah, that's the gooch. He goes, ah, bro, that's the taint. He goes, ah, it's gooch. He goes, no, it's taint. Stop being stupid. <laughs> and I think from the moment he called him stupid, yeah. it was on. Yeah. He was like, the fuck you just said? And they started throwing down over arguing about whether it's a gooch or taint. And everybody was crying fucking laughing while these two dudes are just wailing <laughs> on each other. What's it called, motherfucker? <laughs> bow, bow, bow. It's gooch. <laughs> that's how ghetto my school was. That's wow. tight, though. That is tight. Because that, at least they're strong in their convictions. And that's passionate, what matters. Passionate people, yeah. you know? People don't take a stand anymore, yo. That's true. Well, people, they, they just, uh, you know, yeah. they go with the wind, as yeah. you would say. Yeah. <laughs> we are here to talk about the greatest fight card in the history of the UFC. Probably one of the best. Yeah, it was pretty good. Pretty fucking I won't good. say the best, but yeah. It was I mean, good. even the undercard was the fucking The undercard good. was actually arguably... There's some fights on the undercard that were better than... Actually, no. No, I don't think good. so. No, the had- car was dope, though. Dude, you see that guy, Chris Barnett? Yeah, his the guy who knocked on uh, knocked out uh, Gian Volante. Oh, yeah, 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 The yeah. heavyweight? Yeah. And then Big, he did a black front dude. flip into like the split. Have you seen him fight in Asia, like in Japan? No, I'd never heard of that he's guy amazing. before. He's amazing. So he had a pretty decent name out in like Japan because, you know, he's a large heavyweight. Mm. Very fucking flexible, dude. He actually did an exhibition against Yoel Romero in, or Romero in grappling. Oh, he's, really? he's a Taekwondo guy, too. Yeah. His they, pa- both his parents are black belts. That's crazy. Like he was on Era Hawani and he was he was telling his whole story. Very likable guy. That dude's gonna be a star, bro. It's he uh 
yeah, he's just known for like his flexibility. He's just very awkward. Yeah. You know what I mean? But super fucking fun to watch. So he was fighting in Asia this whole time. And I think he fought in the LFA or some type of American institution after that. Mm. And then he got signed to the UFC. His debut fight, he didn't do very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not do well at all. But he came out with a knockout this Look time. Look at him now. Yeah, Spinning nice. heel kick to the dome, bro. That shit was dope. It was too. like a capoeira one too because he touched the ground with his hand and he lifted <laughs> his leg up and knocked this motherfucker out. And then he front flipped on his butt like this. Yeah, I was, was like, fire. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is this? Yeah, Rhino's bubble spongiosis. Yeah. Majin Buu ass dude. And then we got <laughs> Majin Buu ass motherfucker. And then we got Majin Buu. Uh, what's it called? Pere- Pereira. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Alex Pereira, dude. Mm-hmm. Wow. That motherfucker. Oh, sick. That's, that dude is scary looking. Wow. Fat flying knee. Did He's he? So he scary. beat Izzy in twice. kickboxing? He beat, him, he beat him in a decision in China, I think. Actually, he knocked him out in China. He knocked him out. He knocked yeah. him out once and then beat him to a decision. Wow. But that was quite some time ago. But yeah. also, the uh, the fight before he got knocked out, Izzy was beating his ass. Oh, really? Izzy was beating his ass. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So, and he just got caught. Yeah, caught. But yeah. also, Alex Pereira has fought like his, his kickboxing record, very good. The only guys he's ever lost to are like the top of the top of the Dutch style kickboxing. So... It's going to be interesting to see how well he kind of grows in the UFC because his wrestling held up pretty well in the in, in this fight. Yeah. In the first round or yeah. so, it was a lot of wrestling. Yeah. And then he hit that beautiful pitch-perfect like uh, flying knee. Ugh. And he's he slept him, bro. Yeah. That dude was fucking knocked out. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. He's only 4-1. He doesn't have that many fights in MMA. So It's interesting, though, because I don't know who the guy was that he was fighting, but yeah, I was looking up his accolades. He's a BJJ black belt. Mm. But I think the, the difference that I'm seeing now is like, I think only recently we've been seeing an emphasis in, in the grappling wrestling part yeah. of jiu-jitsu. Mm. That's the difference maker. Yeah, and that's what he couldn't do. Yeah, He couldn't get to it to the point where mm-hmm. he could take him to the floor. And that's always been the knock on jiu-jitsu guys. Yeah. Like they just don't have the wrestling ability to take it to the ground. Like you look at Mackenzie Dern, right? Mm-hmm. Very good grappler. But sometimes, <clears throat> like she fought uh, Marina Rodriguez, Yeesh. couldn't take her down. Great jiu-jitsu, great attacks, but getting them like Habib style or like Islam style, being able to take them to the ground whenever they want and then be able to control them mm-hmm. to get the submissions, very different. The hard part about her was that I think for the, the couple of fights that she won before that, when she was when she was taking control on the ground is because she slipped and made a mistake yeah. and they fell into that trap. Exactly. This one, it wasn't happening. She had to go to her and try to take her down and she couldn't do it. And that's mm-hmm. the difference between high-level MMA fighters and high-level grapplers than the guys that can't make that transition happen. So it's going to be interesting to see like like you look at fucking Chimaev. Do we even talk about that? Oh, Chimaev. So if dude. you guys don't know who another Hamzat scary guy Chimaev is, he Hamzat. is the reincarnation <laughs> of the devil. This fool is pure evil. Bro, and he's he got a crazy. He yelled at Allah Akbar. I'm yeah. the hardest fuck. Allah Akbar. I'll kill everybody. And everybody was like, Whoa. even everybody in Abu Dhabi was like, yo, bro, chill. Yeah, that he was saying some some crazy but shit. But you look at a guy like that. There's a reason why nobody wants to fight this guy. He's only been punched twice. He has and more four fights. He has crazy. more wins than he does actual strikes to his face. That's crazy. Two significant strikes. And they count punches off the bottom, too. Yeah. That's how fucking good he is. Damn, that's wild, dude. The he guy fucking he, manhandled like picked him up, manhandled the shit out of him, took him to the corner to Dana White. Because he saw him on his phone. And was like, watch my fight. He's, He's like, like, yo, what are you doing, brother? <laughs> Watch my fight, Damn, bro. dude. That dude's going to be a problem. Have you seen clips of him wrestling? He's so fast. He's so good. He shoots super fast. I don't know how you're going to stop that shit. I think this is one of the rare cases where you see a guy like this where you're like, he could beat Usman. Yeah. 
there's a good shot he could be Usman because he's not scared. That I think that's half the battle, right? Yeah. Like you fight a guy that's as dominating as Usman is as good as he is, and you are a contender in the sport and you're like a young gun, and you fight a guy like that. I feel like this dude if is, Hamzat can run through Kobe, then that's gonna be a bad sign for Usman. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. If he can. If he runs through Colby, then yeah. He's not a true 170 guy. He's 185 for sure. We don't even know if he can make weight again. Yeah. <laughs> you see him with a towel? Yeah. He, oh, did, yeah. he did towelgate for sure. He did towelgate. Like he like he's getting to that point where 170 is not easy for him anymore. He's huge. He's, yeah. he's yeah, even he's big massive. for 185. So it's like, what the fuck? He could go to light heavyweight if he wanted to. So 170 is not his weight class. but Dude, he's a beast. He's going to manhandle some motherfuckers. He looked way bigger than uh, the Chinese duty five. Yeah. Oh, huge. That fool, you want to talk about a gooky looking guy. That motherfucker. Gooky <laughs> that dude looked Asian as fuck. Like he looked like a like the word mongoloid yeah. came from that dude. <laughs> and he has hands too. He has bombs in his hands. He's yeah. scary, dude. They call him the leech. What yeah. kind of name is that? The leech. The leech That's a bad son. name. I'm going to suck you dry, boy. Oh, I'm the leech. Damn. <laughs> don't give me your penis. I'm going to suck you dry. They don't but, call me leech for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> he was looking for that bomb. He just ducked under, shot, took Beautiful. him down. It was so. It was like it was choreographed, like fighting. It was yeah. amazing. That was, was a crazy. Movie scene. Who's he fight next? He's gonna fight know. like a top ten guy. He has to. I think he might fight Gilbert Burns next or Luke. Damn. Ooh, if I see Gilbert Burns in it, it might be dope. That might be, be a, a great good fight. If he's imagine he just destroys Gilbert Burns, that would be scary. That'd be like holy. Then shit. you're like, what do you do? What do you do with this guy? Yeah, that'd be scary. He's so exciting to to watch fight because of how complete he is. Like what's where's we we haven't seen a fight long enough to see the hole in his game. Mm-hmm. So I'm just curious to see what it is. You know what he says too? He's like, I want war, brother. I want war. I want I don't want easy fight. I come in, I smash guys, I want fight to last longer. Like that's what he says. He literally just wants to he's like, I want war like Rory McDonald and Robbie Lawler. This is what I want. He wants to be bloodied up. He want <laughs> he wants to be crazy. This yeah, guy should be nuts, dude. Alu Akbar for real. This guy. <laughs> no, for real. I don't even know what that means. What do you know? What do you I think, think that means? God willing or something like that. Right? God willing or praise the God. Damn, what a like br- bad rap Alu Akbar got. I know. I know. It's actually very beautiful. Yeah. yeah. God willing. God willing. God willing. <laughs> We're over here judging this motherfucker because he's no, Alu Akbar. No, I'm scared of him because he's going to kill everybody. It has nothing to do with Alu Akbar. It has the fact that he's like, I will kill everybody. Not fight. Yeah. Not strike. I will kill everybody. I will kill. He looks like a Bond villain, yo. Yeah. So on the main card, if you guys don't know, there's two fucking bangers of fighters. It was Gaethje and Michael Chandler. Michael mm-hmm. Chandler came from an institution, uh, Bellator. He was there. He was like a multiple champ over there. Everybody has been wanting to see him fight in the UFC. And he gets uh, teamed up against Justin Gaethje, the god of war. For real. The god of fucking war. That fight was nuts. Oh, he's – this was probably – I've just never seen so many people. They just swung. Yeah, the whole I was kind of mad, honestly. The whole time. Why? I want, look, it was a great fight, whatever. But in my head, I hold Justin Gaethje as far as his credentials in the UFC. I hold him up here, yo. Yeah. And I hold Michael Chandler like somewhere around here. And I feel like Justin Gaethje could have pitched a shutout. But I feel like he actively was like, nah, I want to put on a show. I think, I think Chandler. Like, cause I used to think that too, but I think Chandler's just better than what I if thought. If you love him so much, why don't you marry him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Dude, if no, you Chandler. love him so much, why bro, don't you marry him? Chandler, why are you defending your boyfriend, dude? Chandler, round one, <laughs> the in and out movement was fucking amazing. He rocked the shit out of Justin Gaethje in the beginning. Gaethje was keeping it Nah, composed. he was fine, dude. <laughs> dude, he rocked the shit out of it. Chandler's yeah, legit. Like Chandler or Gaethje could easily be champs for sure. I just never want Justin Gaethje to be on a mic. 
That fool sounds like he has CTE so bad, dude. Yeah. I just, I just want to come here for war. It's war. War. <laughs> I just see his fucking eyes just kind of go off in the distance. Like, he's one of those people. It's a good thing he's fighting professionally because I think he would just be out in the streets just banking on people. He was going to be a social worker. Did you know that? Yeah, that's crazy. How he was studying he to be a, a social worker. He seems like, like a very nice guy, though. Kill all, motherfuckers. Study, please. <laughs> yeah. This guy. His vocabulary is very minimal. <laughs> I would never say this to his face. <laughs> I feel like he got more of a cleft lip than uh, Kamzat Chemayev, though. He has the little breathing issue, too, right? Because he got socked oh, in the face yeah. so much. Like, he has to get surgery for it. Oh, really? He still hasn't fixed motor? that, huh? Mm-mm, he hasn't fixed it yet. He's just going to do it after he retires. Yeah, I guess, because it's probably going to break again. Yeah, what's the fucking fuck that's, that, that's true. It was such a fucking bloodbath. That, that fight, fight was, was amazing, dude. Up the whole time. Bloodbath. The uppercut he caught him with, the fact that Chandler oh. didn't go out, and then got up and kept swinging and, like, getting down. The, the moment, even when Chandler put his hands down and was just getting cracked in the fucking face. Crazy. I was like, what the fuck? That fight was insane. Like, what is he doing? Why is he, he doing, doing? Yeah. But he's still there. Mm-hmm. It was nuts. No, that shit was insane. I thought he was going to be it when he, because he was looking for that slip uppercut all night. Yep. He was, he, that was the shot he was trying yeah. to land. And the fact that he landed it and put him on his back. And I thought that the fight was going to be over. And when he sprawled on him and he started punching his belly, I was like, come on, bro. Yeah. I was like, stand up. But he did have his arms. Dude, Michael Deep, Chandler yeah, that was holding on for dear life. His and grip it, is always good. Like, there's yeah. multiple times if you see a Michael Chandler fight where he's been put into a rear naked, and all he needs to get is one wrist, and he always twists out. Yeah. He holds, puts out the other side and twists out, which most people can't do that shit. Mm-hmm. I've seen multiple people try that in MMA, yeah. but for some reason, Michael Chandler, when anybody tries to get his neck from the back, he always does that shit. His wrestling credential. Like, I think it's just his scrambles. His like, scrambles, his grip is so strong. Dude, when he picked up Justin Gaethje, and he dumped him, and he went out the back, Hooked the leg and came out on top. I was like, yeah. that's amazing. That's beautiful. This is what, like, I feel like we get more wrestling scrambles like that. I feel like that'll, it'll make wrestling way more popular. Mm-hmm. Like, even in the Usman uh, Covington fight, they had some really dope scrambles too. Mm-hmm. And well, even though Usman was just bullying the fool, like, he do just you, was tossing Okay, so him. in the fight, do you, do you consider the, <laughs> that uh, Kobe takedown a takedown? Well, uh, when he dropped into his knee for a second or whatever, or he I got because I remember he ducked under. He shot, he ducked, ducked under, under took got his to his back. back. And then Usman was running to the cage and he was on the side of the cage. Because I remember hearing DC talk about it and being like, that was a takedown. So yeah. I was like, all right. <clears throat> that might be a takedown. That but dude knows more than I do. So I was like, yeah. Like, for right. <laughs> and even I think Usman said in the post fight press conference that like he was like, yeah, that's a takedown. Yeah. But I don't, I wonder but if even it then, officially who cares? is a takedown. Yeah. But who gives a fuck? Like, because I heard Colby talk about it in the, in the post conference and I was like, but is like, if that was something he was chasing in that fight, that's fucking stupid, dude. Yeah. Like, who gives a shit? You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now... All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. 
Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. This podcast is brought to you by Skillshare, my friends, a longtime sponsor of this podcast because I fuck with them heavy. My friends, Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with meaning with so much to explore and real projects to create and the support of fellow creatives. Now, if you're like me out there and you want to learn something, you don't want to go ahead and search all of YouTube to find some of the worst instructors that don't know what the hell they're talking about. Skillshare can help you out. I've been using Skillshare and I freaking love it. Currently right now, I am taking the ultimate self-care playbook by Jonathan Van Ness. You guys might like it too. Listen, Skillshare isn't just about like finding uh, how to do YouTube videos. It's just they have a bunch of everything for you guys to pick and choose from. And right now, I'm on my self-care playbook playbook journey and that's what i'm doing right now doing a lot of stuff based on mindfulness and skillshare has the tools and the classes to help me out my friends so check it out explore your creativity at skillshare.com slash brain and get a one month free trial of premium membership that's one month of a premium membership at skillshare.com slash brain Kobe just Why didn't. were you not fighting hard in the first three rounds? That's that's the thing that should have been addressed. He, yeah, he looked off. I think it was a. I think it, a lot of it was probably just the moment or just being able to kind of get things going because they're I, so similar in skill level. Mm-hmm. They're very similar. Yeah, like I, I find it hard for when people say like Usman is just that much better. It's pretty fucking close though. Yeah, yeah. Especially in the last two rounds. Yeah, when Kobe and also too credit to Kobe. The fact that he got dropped like twice with that left hook, I thought mm-hmm. that was it too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is it. There's no way he's getting out of that. And then the fact that he got knocked down, came back and fought even better in the last couple of rounds just shows like, oh man, this guy. That fourth round was all his. He was beating the shit out of Usman. Yeah. Yeah. And he Usman was kind of like, he was kind of getting sloppy. And I was getting like, yo, dude, what's going on? What's happening here? Like, yeah. Where, what happened to, you know, the, uh, which you call it, like the, the the precision that he's mm-hmm. really good at, but then again, it's just like he probably wasn't expecting him to rally like that, right? Yeah. Right? It was he was probably like, oh shit, this motherfucker was trying to kill me. Dude, yeah. at, <laughs> at the end of the round, he hit him with this hard roundhouse right to uh, Usman's gut, mm. and he felt that shit. Yeah, 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 dude, that was great. I think he landed a solid kick too that he felt really well. Yeah, like it was just Kobe, bah, and then all of a sudden Usman was like, oh shit, that kind of hurt, yeah. you know, yeah. which you haven't seen ever. Yeah. Because we've seen Usman get cracked in the head with hooks and he eats him and comes right back. Yeah. But he's the body shot's a little different, too. huh? He's a big boy. He's huge, man. 
he made Colby Col- Colby. He made Colby look pretty small too. Uh-huh. Even in the first fight, I was like, "There's a size difference here." I'm yeah. surprised he could even get to 170, dude. He's somebody I'm always shocked at because he's older now too, and he's making 170 every fucking time. You think That's that falls crazy. on PEDs? There's a whole like argument about this. I mean, if he's if he is, I'm not surprised. If yeah. he's not, that's great. Yeah. But <laughs> for real, you think yeah. he is? That's it. Do you think he is? He might be. Who knows, man? That's whack. Maybe like some human growth hormone or something. I think well, I think a lot more people in the UFC are are on something. Yeah. Than for sure. we even think. Cuz like for we sure. think the USADA is all good, but also like uh there's a lot of people that say the testing is not as good as what we really think. And they're not testing for certain like uh what's the word I'm looking for? Like off-market uh growth hormones or whatever yeah, yeah, the case yeah. may be. So like cuz there's so many different variations. Apparently, you could hire somebody to just a chemist in like India or some shit. They'd be like, yo, build me this fucking a strain. (laughs) (laughs) Can you make me some steroids? Whatever you want. (laughs) A designer steroid. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, like all that shit. That's like a whole nother market that's like even crazier than we even really think. So who knows, man? All these guys could be pop for this shit. I don't know, man. If he's not on steroids, I'm still kind of shocked because he just looks massive. For real. Either way, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with it. Do you think he's better than GSP? He, I'm starting to think so, yeah. Yeah. It's starting to like, yeah, he's starting to take what over. What if they both fought each of them at their prime? How do you think? Who do you think will win? I think Usman wins. I kind of think GSP. Still. Ooh, because he's the better. I think the striking <clears throat> variety is a little more diverse. For and sure. I feel like, I don't want to say Usman doesn't seem as comfortable to me in the cage. But I feel like GSP has a little different aura. But who knows? I don't know. He's surprised. I feel like he has a more diverse skill set. They have the same body type too: long yeah. ass arms, short torso, short legs, and they're both fucking strong as shit. Like, yeah, let's be real. Like they're both genetic freaks. Yeah. So who fucking knows, dude? But I it think would be so sick. I think right now, really- as the evolution is gone, I think Usman probably has the the better on paper resume than GSP, just because the evolution of the sport. Generations, dude. Usman's beat everybody. Like, and he's lapping them, dude. I'm surprised he doesn't want to just retire now. Because, yeah, more arguably more than Habib, he could retire. Yeah. Habib, oh yeah. Habib just did his one lap. He's done so many laps now. It's like, what? What else do you need here? What yeah. else, who else are you going to beat? You know what's crazy to yeah. see? Uh, Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler fight again in the lightweight division. It is interesting to see, like, man, Habib is just that good. Yeah. Like he walked down Justin Gaethje and was like. He had him moving backwards. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. was eating his best shots and didn't really seem like he was phased at all. Yeah. yeah. He didn't even get rocked. Like he stumbled a little bit, but I don't think it was, it was, I think it was just him just keep marching forward. The crazy thing is, like Justin Gaethje, when he was on Joe Rogan's, not Justin Gaethje, uh, Michael Chandler was on Joe Rogan's podcast. He was talking about he has the tools to beat Habib. And I was like, you do not. You absolutely do not. Yeah. If you're going to war with Justin Gaethje like that and you're losing, you're not going to beat Habib. No. Even I don't when, think so. yeah. I, I feel like so. the only style that would beat Khabib, though, is a, a good wrestler with heavy hands. I mean, that's yeah. why when Gaethje fought Khabib, I was like, uh, I was yeah. kind of like, if anyone's going to beat him, it's a guy like Gaethje. You know yeah. what I mean? But the thing about Khabib that everyone gets is like, he's not, him and Islam are not just wrestlers, right? Yeah. It's their overall grappling IQ and skill set. Like, that brings a whole nother issue. Like, if you, for instance, with the Usman thing, right? Colby shot in, took his back. If that was Habib, you're going up, dude. Yep. And I feel like you're getting your back taken and you have way more threats to worry about rather than just getting them off the cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's a whole nother fucking thing. So I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think Michael Chandler 
has the skill set to be able to keep up with, uh, keep up with Habib. But it still holds true that him retiring was probably a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's really showing up. That's like, oh, I don't know if this guy could beat Habib. But we'll see what happens because we got December. We have fucking Dustin Poirier and well, Charles Oliveira. That's, that's going to be nuts. That fight, that fight card is even more stacked. Dude, I didn't know Frank Yeager was in his 40s. <sighs> yeah, got to stop fighting, bro. Yeah, he's got to stop, dude. Dude, did you see that slow-mo pic of oh. him getting kicked in the face where they're, his face melted? They're posting that shit everywhere. <laughs> did you see that shit, Pat? I didn't see the picture, no. Dude, bring that fucking photo up. It literally dude, looks like his face was melting. That's sad, bro. I and love Frank was, Yeager. He was winning. He was. It's just it, it looked like somebody he was fighting his daddy. Because he's so small. Compared <laughs> he's to at 135, dude. He's just too... And he, he just always never had that power. You yeah. Know? Like, that was always his knock, is that he would hit you a gang, but... Why they do my oh, my God. I haven't seen that. That is the kick that knocked him out, and his whole face... It looks like Donald melted. Duck right there, dude. Leather face. <laughs> Damn, dude. <coughs> little platypus. He's got a Donald Duck face. It's like a chimpanzee face right here. Damn. Dude. I feel like Frankie Edgar was one of the first people that I saw that was... That would have just stayed there and plant his feet. He was always moving. He was like the he was that that bridge between the new style of fighting and old style of fighting. Yeah. And at the time when he came in, he's like, yeah. it's all about movement, cutting angles, and all this other shit. Even before Dominic Cruz. Mm-hmm. So like I would just remember him doing that, but he's still doing it now and relatively well. Yeah. But he's also in his forties. It's yeah. different. You know? Not just that. It's also the 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 he just doesn't have the the, the like he doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's winning on points and, for sure. Yeah, he's winning on points, but it's like if for, if you're in there for a long time and the guy, other guy has some power and you get caught, you get caught. That's what happened. If Frankie goes down to 125, he might be able to do something. Yeah. Maybe. I don't even know if his, he can even handle the weight cut right now. He's in his 40s. Yeah, I, it's, I, I could think not it's believe time. he's in his 40s. He's got nothing he got to prove. St- yeah, you know? It's like he I mean. did it. He did and it. the more fight, and it sucks because unfortunately, this is the way the sport is, but the more fights you lose, even your Anderson Silva, the yeah. GOAT, right? Even if you're Anderson Silva, the more fights you lose towards the end of the career, you're kind of less thought of as the goat from when you it tarnishes. Your, yeah, like it tarnishes your legacy a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it does. And I feel like the, the same thing's happening with Frankie Edgar. Frankie Edgar beat the living shit out of Yair Rodriguez. Do you remember that? He oh, that's right. beat that full to and a fucking Cub Swanson. Yeah. Right? yeah. He beat up a lot of good fucking guys. To an oblivion, too. Yeah. Like, I remember Yair Rodriguez's face was fucked up, dude. And he's, and uh, fucking Max Holloway smashed Frankie Edgar. Yep. Right. And then he's gonna fight Yair Rodriguez. What you think that how that's? Oh, I think Yair, Yair Rodriguez is going to die. I don't. I almost said I hope so, but I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say he's gonna lose, but I hope so. But this motherfucker is weird. Like all his fights end up in some weird controversy. There's some weird shit that happens with him. I know, like MMA math is weird, right? Like just because somebody beats somebody else that you formerly beat doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you win that fight either. But the way that just Max Holloway has done against. Everybody. Yeah. I just don't see Yair. Also because Yair hasn't fought in so long. Two years. Yeah. He has such so much ring rust. And Max Holloway is always game. So it's like, I don't know if that's going to. That's know. a tough first fight back for Yair. Yeah. Hell yeah. But in my head, like, I hope this isn't a thing. But I love. Max is like my favorite. He's like my favorite fighter. Yeah. So anytime my favorite fighter is fighting, I always feel like, oh, like I feel weird, right? Mm-hmm. And I just get anxious when, because yeah, you're so fucking, like, remember the elbow on Chan Sung Jung? So mm-hmm. random. He mm-hmm. was getting his ass beat. And part of me still to this day doesn't really believe it was on purpose. Oh, for sure it wasn't. Like, I don't want to be the guy that poo-poos it, but part of me feels like I, I'm skeptical still. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, 
Yeah, I, I could see it being an accident. Him, like, what the f- <laughs> Just fucking marry him already, dog. Your two boyfriends, Michael Chandler and Yahya Rodriguez. <laughs> I could see it being an accident for sure. I well, Zabit needs to come into the mix, too, and see what he could do. That motherfucker all whatever, sick. What are, Abe Lincoln? What happened to him, Lincoln. dude? His diaphragm all fucked up. Oh, damn. Oh, for real? He can't breathe and shit. That's why he gasses. He can't breathe? Yeah, it's like it's like a long-term. He, I think he retired. Bro, he's on the shit. $5 bill. Like, like, retired a little bit and then came back or whatever. Well, maybe he, he, stop he, he signed the fucking Emancipation Proclamation, baby. Put <laughs> <laughs> a top hat on that dude. I guarantee you. Know, he should fight with a top hat in the ring at all times. Well, dude. that's because that beats my height, but he fights at like 125. Is he really that tall? He's like six feet tall. He's like 5'11", uh, maybe. 5'11", six feet. At 145, that's a motherfucker. That's bro. what I'm saying, dude. He's damn. he's cutting weight. First of all, you could see his heartbeat through his chest. <laughs> It's like I know, I know we're all about this fucking weight advantage, <laughs> height advantage thing, but yeah. it's a little much. Yeah. See the organs and shit. Just go Relax, up like ten bro. pounds, and you'll probably do a lot better. And I bet you he'll be able to last a lot longer too. Damn. Yeah, especially at one fifty five. Wow, he's he's skillful, bro. He's good. He's a beast. He's yeah. good everywhere. He's he's like another Hamza, dude. Yeah, but which is crazier striking? Yeah, that's true. The little sweeps he be pulling on everybody. He that fool is dude. Shane Burgos, dude. Did you see all his little Muay Thai fucking leg sweeps he was doing? Yeah, those were sick. What kind of crazy shit was that? That shit was exciting, dude. Those I've never sick. seen anybody do that in MMA. Yeah. The inside leg sweep. like he, They look like kicks almost, but he yeah. was just sweeping. He was, like, he was trapping the head and sweeping. It's yeah. like what yeah. Leon did to Nate. Mm-hmm. Like that type of shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was so fucking nice, dude. It's so it was fun to watch. The other guy never... <clears throat> I couldn't... Like the other pace the other motherfucker was putting on was so insane, though. Yeah. yeah. That's Quintanilla, how he wins all his fights. What, what was his name? Quarantillo. Bro, he literally never stopped coming forward yeah. the whole fucking time. That guy's a savage, man. He is. His leg was destroyed. It Terrible. Was, it was just a matter of like when I was watching it, <clears throat> I was just like... Ah, He's going to get his number because yeah. Burgos doesn't get knocked out like that. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, obviously he did by uh, fucking... Uh, that bar- weird one with Barbosa? Yeah, that weird one with Barbosa. That was weird. That he had like an aneurysm so weird, or some dude. shit. He was just like... <laughs> he was <laughs> Had like yeah. a weird flashback or some shit and passed out. I was but like, like what Burgos happened? was just getting pieced up <clears throat> because of his forward pressure and he couldn't catch his rhythm. Yeah. yeah. And then second round, it got a little better. Third round, I was like, he's catching it. He's catching it. And he finally caught it and he was mm-hmm. jabbing his face up. Especially with guys that are like slow starters like that. Because he kind of... Shane Burrows is kind of like a... Like a like a slow start in that way, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting to see how that because like you watch the uh, Randy Costa, the guy who looks like Harry Potter, oh, and he yeah, fought yeah, Adrian yeah. Yanez, yeah. right? On paper, like Adrian Yanez was supposed to like kind of smash out Randy Costa, but Randy Costa put a pace on him and was just jabbing the fuck out of him, and he wasn't probably expecting that. And then it took him two rounds for him to be able to like sleep this motherfucker. Mm. Yanez is dope, man. He's so good. I his actually thought Yanez nice. was going to lose that fucking fight. Me too. Because his jab was fucking beautiful, dude. He was, it was perfect. Randy Costa is legit. He's, I think he's fighting on the next card. Like, oh, on, dude, on, on the December amazing. 11th card. Mm. But this motherfucker, he got hands, bro. He looks hella good. And he looks like Harry Potter. Harry Potter. It's like Daniel Radcliffe. I, I see. That's I'm surprised like Yanez came out of the, and he just knocked him the fuck. It was yeah. the body shot. It was the yeah. body shot. Oh. It was bad, dude. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. I literally had him up against the cage, crack, crack, right in the body, done. Fight was over. Oh, wow. did you guys watch Canelo fight? I saw I highlights. I saw the last like four rounds, but I heard the first, uh, four first like seven were the same. Caleb Plants, like he's nice. he's pretty good, bro. Like, really? was it competitive? He he just was able to neutralize Canelo for a good amount of the fight. Yeah. Not, like, and how how so? Just his the outside because Canelo's really good in that like 50-50 position when you're standing in front of him, like that's his shit, right? But Caleb was just outside the ring, fighting on the outside, maintained distance. He was minimizing the damage that Canelo could do. But eventually he got caught. It is what it is. Canelo's the fucking greatest boxer on earth right now. Like, 
no one's going to stop that guy. He's 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 goat status right now. Yeah. You know, but the fact that he was able to I'll say this, you survive in the ring with Canelo for 11 rounds. Pretty G. You're pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're pretty high level. Like you're you're no fucking slouch. What know? does he say well, Canelo's the the first what? He has like all the belts in middleweight? Under, yeah. Like he unified like, uh, it or whatever. Before we continue, my friends, this podcast is brought to you by Stance, my friends. Now, if Stance sounds familiar to you, they would be the people that changed the game when it came to comfort and socks, my friends, and underwears. I wear underwear from Stance. And let me tell you something, the difference between Stance and everybody else, it's freaking soft. It feels amazing. And if you think I'm playing, look at this. If you're watching this on video, I got my Stance songs on right now. Now, probably the most comfortable pair of socks I've ever worn in my life, and I'm not playing. People be walking around when I take off my shoes because it's Asian style in this house. They're like, where you get them socks? I'm like, them socks? You already know it's from Stance, my friends. A uh, lot of different designs, super dope collabs, like, for example, Harry Potter, Batman, The Goonies, Star Wars, The Office, Wu-Tang Clan, freaking uh, Disney, whatever you can name it. And I'm telling you right now, if you hate those pieces of crap cloth around your feet right now, that's because you don't own anything from Stance. And if your ball sack is just flip-a-flopping around in that rough fabric, that's because you don't have boxes from Stance like I do, my friends. So check it out. The Stance philosophy is that a perfect fit is more important than simply fitting in. That those who feel good do good. Go see for yourself. Just head over to stance.com and pick out whatever styles you like. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with stance. That's crazy. WBO, WBC, whatever the fuck. He like, fought all the champs. Million, IBO. That's gangster shit. That's, that's some Thanos fucking collecting all, all the <laughs> gemstones. He got the gauntlet, bro. Stones, he's got, he got the gauntlet. <laughs> When fucking Canelo talks, though, that shit always makes get me the fuck out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. You know the funniest thing you is... Call me a motherfucker. Because <laughs> the line. The Caleb Plant thing was that Caleb Plant called him a motherfucker. And he sure. was like, I beat his ass because he talked about my mom. Yeah. And I'm like, clearly, motherfucker, he's not talking directly about your mom. It's a, it's a phrase. It's a saying yeah. here. Yeah. So funny. And he was acting like he didn't know, even though previous to that, he was in a press conference calling somebody a motherfucker. Yeah. I was like, shut the, the fuck up, Canelo. You know exactly what that was. Yeah, yeah. You don't talk about my mother. But that's the <laughs> Michael Jordan shit, right? Yeah. It's like, I gotta I gotta make you into this fucking monster for me to be like, I'm gonna fuck this guy. Be uh, talking about my mom. I know. He just heard mother. He was like, what you say? <laughs> I'm sorry, buttoning up his shirt to his throat. <laughs> what about unbutton the rest of the Yeah. Dude, I think uh, Canelo's a beast, bro. He's something. I, I don't even know who's gonna fight. I heard maybe Triple G again, but I mean, Triple G is old like, now. Oh, yeah. yeah. But honestly, I do think Triple G won definitely the first fight between them two. He I thought won he won possibly the second one too. I thought he won the first and the second. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, the first no one, knock on Canelo because Triple G's a fucking gangster. Yeah. But like, yeah. And the first one was some bullshit. The draw, first one was, was not a draw. Yeah. That was shit. Was, that was not, not a, draw a draw whatsoever, no. dude. They were like, "That's what we have to do. We just have to make it a draw. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this motherfucker it was just business. Yeah. Straight business." So fucking some annoying. bullshit, some fuckery, but yeah, the tomfoolery, the tomfoolery. Do you think? Did you guys get to hear what Usman and uh, Covington were saying to each other? Nah, I just heard like uh, some somebody posted this TikTok of them. Like he's like ringside, mm-hmm. and he, I guess he's the guy that posts for Sports Center. He's the Indian guy, whatever the fuck. But he was just saying, Rum deep, yeah, Rum deep to do, Rum deep to do, and it, from his what he was saying, from what he heard was he was just apologizing for the hype, and he was like, I gotta, I gotta make this fight. Sorry, bro. I, but you could, I saw a clip. I think it's on YouTube where you can kind of hear it. He's just like, he says something along the lines of, 
I'm trying. It's like I'm getting us paid. You know, yeah. and then Usman's like, "Yeah, I get it." And Usman does like he said in the press conference. He's like, "Yeah, he can do all the shit. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It, it helps me. I don't got to do all this work. He's the yeah. one doing it. Yeah, good for him. Like you know. And honestly, if Colby Covington wasn't doing this whole shtick, he would not, wouldn't have sold like this. He and also he, we don't know if he would have fought for the title multiple times. I just wonder if Colby would have knocked him like beat Usman if he would have been saying the same shit though. You know. <laughs> Like if Kobe Covington would have knocked Usman out, would he have still been like, "Hey man, that was all for the." He would have been like, "Fuck you, motherfucker!" Yeah. Like, part of me feels like he would. You think so? Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I want to see that. I want to believe it. I want <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I want to believe the good yeah. in these motherfuckers. You yeah. know, because I want to believe it too. Say like, dog, Kobe's a good guy. He did say after. Did you watch the press conference after? Said he was all uh, twisted American steel and sex appeal. My like, guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. But come on, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that was dope. I was like, that's hey, a good line. Twisted American steel. <laughs> what does that mean? Sex appeal. My guy. The only reason why I know Kobe Covington isn't good at talking shit is because he has these moments where he has to pause. <laughs> no, it's the press conference. Yeah, right? he was calling uh, John Morgan. He's like, shut up, sit, shut up, you fl- flabby butt. Yeah. <laughs> I think call he wanted to call him fat, butt. yeah. But then he felt bad and was like, "Shut your little flabby butt, sit down, yeah. man." Because he doesn't have saying. the written lines for these people. Oh, gotcha. So it's like it's not it's not in him because he's not like Chell Sonnen. Yeah, Chell Sonnen, you could throw anybody Chelsea. at him, he'll roast the fuck out. He of was you, so dude. funny, bro. He, dude, it would hurt my feelings when, when he was going after John Jones. So he has a fucking vendetta against John, John Africa, Jones. dude. John, John Africa. Africa. <laughs> John Africa. It's fine, John Africa on Saturday. Max Hollywood and John Africa and Ling- Jingling. That's what he called fucking Lee Lee Leon no, James. He said John Africa and Mike Tyson was like, he's like, who? He's like, who's John Africa? <laughs> We've talked about this multiple oh, times here, no. but it's so fucking funny. To call somebody John Africa, especially he's a black American, is like, yeah. that's the most racist shit and I've it's ever like, doesn't sound like his name at all. Yeah, at all, dude. John Africa. You know, David Korea. You know, David Korea. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense, bro. What bro, the fuck was funny, he thinking? Dude. John Africa. John like, Africa. Errol Hawani's just roasting his ass. That's why. Bro, he, he, he was going after him. I felt bad. It was because of, I, I mentioned a little bit. He was talking some shit. He was, it was because of his like uh, conduct as a coworker, right? Yeah. And he was saying, oh, I heard like he's not easy to work with. And that's the thing that set Ariel Hawani off. He's mm-hmm. like, Especially if you're Ariel Hawani, right? And you have all these jobs and you have all these connections. And like, it, to me, it seems like he really does take seriously what he does. Like there's no fuckery. He's a real like journalist. And there's not that many fucking journalists out there anymore, especially in the MMA space. So for him to like take that personally, as far as like saying, "Oh yeah, you're kind of a pain in the ass to work with," I get why he popped off. Though I'd be mad too. If somebody was talking shit about like my job and my business like that, and I know it's not true. I'd be I'd be pretty fucking mad, especially if it's it's quote unquote lies. You know? What I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, he what was, are you gonna do? He had he was ripping. I, so I finally caught up on all of them, all the, all the videos of him just ripping into Brendan shop. Dude, he was going balls to the wall, dude. And he's like, like twenty well, minute monologues. He's like, let me uh, let me go ahead and call him right now. Oh, he, yeah. he would call him on the show. Yeah, and he wouldn't pick up. And he was like, well, I guess you need a little fucking liquid courage just to go ahead and try to talk shit to me. Yeah, because I guess um, Brandon Cal- Brandon Callen. Brandon Callen. Brandon Callen. Brandon America. Brandon America. Yeah, Brandon America. Uh, Brian Callen and and uh, Brendan Shop were having a drink on their show, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then they were just—I guess they were like fucking around, a little tipsy or whatever. But they were talking a little shit, 
I think in fun and jest, I didn't really find it that offensive. But of yeah. course, when they're feuding, right? You know, anything, Hawan, yeah. anything can yeah. be used as like fuel. So Aaron Hawan's like, oh, I guess you need a little liquid courage with you and your buddy to go ahead and talk shit about me, huh? Uh-huh. Yeah. And he just starts going off. And he goes, yeah. I know stuff about you, like Brian Callen. You don't want to fuck with this. <laughs> and I'm like, no wonder they're not saying much. Yeah. And I feel like for Brendan and them, I think they they were like looking at at a scale from one to 10 of 10 being the most extreme. They were like, it was like a two or three. And the Aaron Hawani was taking it to like a 15. Like he, he was like really upset by it. Which yeah, right. it is what it is. What are you going to do? You, have you seen, uh, there was like a clip I saw of like Michael Rappaport. He was on uh, The Fighter and the Kid. A little obnoxious. That fool really? gets on my nerves. Michael Rappaport's. Nobody really likes that guy. Well, Boy, I, think, I, I did at first, but then like I heard some bullshit where he like was trying to sue somebody for, for talking shit about him. It was KD. And then, yeah. And then, and then it was like, wait, but that's all oh, you, you do. do. See, that's and what's annoying, bro. And then I was like, bro. wait, what? And that's I when heard I stopped that and I was like, too. fuck this fool. I was like, yeah. fuck all that. That's so Well, whack. I think like on the podcast. If that's that, true. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Because whenever, I, I like when Brian Callen's on, because I think Brian Callen's hella funny. And so, I'm not saying anything in static his British shop, but Brian, Brian Callen's hilarious. And so, Michael Rappaport was on there. And you know, you kinda, he kind of sounds like the old guy that just talks a lot of shit where he says, like, I'll fuck somebody. I was like, Michael Rappaport, you're not fucking anybody up, bro. Yeah. Let's just be real. Like, I don't really know him like that. I know he's, like, a pretty big guy, but he talk a lot. Like, he talks a lot. What yeah. was he saying on the fight of the kid where you were like... Well, I, I, I think because I think it got to the topic of him. I think they're all drinking, too. They're a little mm. drunk, but um, he was like, I don't understand why everybody's fucking shitting on, like, Brendan Shaw, blah, 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 blah. He's, like, the hardest worker, whatever, whatnot. And he's, like, defending Brendan. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I wish one of these motherfuckers would come up to me. I'll fucking beat their ass. I'm like, you? It's very interesting. You know what I mean? I don't think he was saying it in jest. I yeah, think he yeah, was yeah. saying like for real. But I'm like, I don't know. Does he even train? Does he Does he fight? I don't think no. so. He was a cop on an episode of Luby one time. Luby? Louis. Oh, Louis. He was also a cop in the episode of Friends, your favorite show. Yeah. <laughs> he was Phoebe Buffay's boyfriend. He was a cop and he shot uh. a bird. A very funny episode. <laughs> <laughs> you like Friends? Phoebe Buffay? I love Friends. Dude. I need to watch. I haven't yeah, watched it remember? as an adult. As a kid, I was watching. I'm like, this shit is whack. I'm gonna turn it you off. Like you like that? I bet you when the they're dancing in the in the fucking in the, the pond or whatever. <laughs> this is Dave's face like this. Hey, hey. <laughs> he's like, yeah. You know how I know both of you are fucking gay? <laughs> because fucking, <laughs> because fucking Jennifer Hansen was like the hottest white girl ever, and you guys didn't watch that. show. She was hot, yeah, but and so was uh, Courtney Cox. They were hot, but like, damn, you had to like put through up with all that bullshit they See, were doing. This my show was guy. CSI in New York, bro. Damn. You know what I mean? Damn, UPN. I like the, did you Midnight. watch it? I like the one with the white dude with the red hair Garrison in Miami. Oh, he always put the glasses on. So when you guys were cool. watching this, we got to suck each other's dick too. What else would you like? Garrison Would you like it when fucking whatever ice tray comes out? Yeah, dude. When the punchlines come out. There was a really funny episode of, of I think, Gilbert sent it was like Law and Order SVU and the guy was like nah I'm not gay I just have sex with men and the ice cube was like that's gay (laughs) (laughs) he goes yeah that's gay that's gay That's detective work right there, baby. I didn't even know. SVU. SVU, Special victims, Case closed, (laughs) We did it. He stamped it. They used to shoot that episode a lot for some reason at the apartment that I used to live in. Like that show. Really? Yeah. Where did you live? I used to live Disclose in it. this place in a Cape Town called the Talmage. And Come they would on. always shoot oh, like law and order shit there. I have, and Wendy's commercials, whatever. I guess it was like a very famous spot. Mm. And each rooms all look different. So they look like New York apartments. And mm. I don't know what the fuck it's about, but they would shoot every fucking week there. You see, I, see? I, I saw Ice-T. And that's when I realized, I was like, wait, why is he playing a fucking cop? 
he's a fucking rapper. Yeah. I didn't know that because I don't watch Law and Order shit because I'm cool like that. And so like, like, <laughs> he was he plays a fucking cop. And I watched an it's episode of him being a cop. It's the funniest thing I've ever so seen in funny, my life. Dude. He's real toxic, isn't he? Well, it's like <laughs> it's like a he just means everybody trying to imitate what a cop is. Right. Oh, shit. From his land. Yeah. Interesting take. Yeah. So he's Interesting like, take. he looks like a narc. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah he does he just said that hey so I, I was watching this scene of him interrogating somebody and it's the funniest fucking that thing that show's not good it's not good it's not good no so and where every were episode you at the 5 same. o'clock last night yeah is that what you do out there touching women <laughs> just, what the fuck is wrong with this just guy just leading questions yeah. <laughs> yeah so you like to be a scumbag huh and I'm like why is, why is he talking like and the whole time David's like that's not the perp that's not him there's no way it's fucking him it was, it was the guy they interviewed at the beginning every yeah, time I every time it is. every fucking time and that's, it's the same trope on that show it's they catch the guy super early not but clearly him. it's not them because the episode of the fucking end sure. and it's the same thing because I know it's him I saw his semen everywhere motherfucker <laughs> right and then all of a sudden they would smell the semen and so I'm like, this smells like my roommates come. <laughs> so it can't be you, motherfucker. No, the fact that they had so many different versions of it, they had criminal investigation. They yeah, had they fucking had everything. CSI New York, my personal favorite. They had CSI fucking Miami. Uh, Miami. And then Law and Order SVU. It's all under the same umbrella. And they just had Law and Order. Yeah. Didn't they? So it's like, how many, people love crime shit. Dude, the, love, com- the compilation of the Mi- the Miami one, I don't know if you've ever the seen The one-liners. This. The one-liners, dude. And then the I credits roll at the beginning. Like, he'll like say some cheesy shit like, uh, like somebody died in a fire or something and be mm-hmm. like, guess they were making s'mores and they'll put his glasses <laughs> on. And then bro, the who, the song goes, yeah! <laughs> like, bro, it's the fucking great, it's the funniest shit of all time. It's Always so puts the glasses good. on. He finds like a dead body in a lake. I guess they had to put him on ice. Yeah, bro, exactly. Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. Oh my and then word. The, yeah! <laughs> the theme song kicks in hard as fuck. It's the best. It's this the motherfucker's best. name was uh, David Caruso. Caruso. Oh my word! <laughs> yeah, get the fuck out of here! Yeah, it was sick, bro. Dude, I'm we gonna watch you, that. My 13 year old self loved it. That's the best. Why were you watching that shit at 13? That was interesting to you because it was like it was like the only show that was on like late at night, uh, like midnight, 1 a.m. Oh, really? I used to watch those. You know, when I watched the Cindy Margolis show, what is that? That was just this hot model that would just be half naked, uh. just doing half naked shit. What would oh, that nice. be on? Cindy it was Margolis. on public television, but it was late at night. Public Whoa. access. I don't know. PBS? Bro. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, it's on PBS, PBS bro. <laughs> the puberty station. We're reading Rainbow. You guys don't know the Cindy Margolis show? <laughs> nah, who the fuck is that? No, Cindy Margolis. Cindy Margolis, blonde lady, gigantic boobies. I think she Jeez. was like a Maxim model, but oh, no, they, would, they used to have this late night show that would come on and Cindy Margolis and like a bunch of fucking frat people would be on a beach and then they would do like bikini swim trunks uh, swap. Uh, challenges. Oh, she's like a MTV? Playboy bunny, huh? Bro, she's she was fine as fuck. Oh, I've seen this. I Cindy think I know these bitches. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you dragged some bubage. That was Cindy Margolis, That's her, bro. Some boobies. My lovely genius brain farts. This podcast is brought to you by Fume. Ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest in flip-flops? Yeah, we've been there too. But here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. It's not about giving up. It's about switching up, baby. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and a whole lot more enjoyable. What is Fume, you ask? Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device that does just 
fat. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy that makes replacing your bad habit easy. I keep one in my car just because I'm a fidgety guy. And guess what? I'd be puffing on that delicious herbal tea vapor, my friends. Nothing bad for you in there. And definitely, definitely fun to use. My friends, start the year off right with the good habit by going to tryfume.com slash genius and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of the show 10% off when they use my code genius to help make starting the good habit that much easier. Start the good habit at tryfume.com slash genius to save 10% off the journey pack today. This podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp, my friends. Ah, the awesome BetterHelp that focus on your mental health, my friends. As I've always said or asked, is there something interfering with your happiness or it's preventing you from achieving your goals, my friends? You know we've all been there. I am you. You are me. But guess what? You are not alone, my friends. BetterHelp, my friends, is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. And BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. Listen, if you have not tried therapy and you're afraid to do it in person, try online therapy, man. It's super affordable. Specifically, BetterHelp is super affordable. And on top of that, they offer financial aid for you guys who might be struggling a little bit. And so don't feel like you are out there by yourself. My friends, do not skip focusing on your mental health. It's something that I've worked on for the past few years and BetterHelp has been by my side and I freaking love it. So check it out, my friend. Special offer for Genius Brain listeners. You get 10% off your first <coughs> oh shit, first month at betterhelp.com slash genius. Check out that cough. But once again, special offer for Genius Brain listeners. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash genius. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P dot com slash genius maybe but i just remember from that late night show what the fuck would she do on her show? so like a guy and a girl would swap their bathing suits and so you would see it in a silhouette uh, and you see the girl like come out and she's like covering her boobs but she's uh, in the guy's trunks and uh, the dude would be in the girl's bikini and then i would come furious <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's the silhouette challenge, Right after. After you come to your senses, friends. Jennifer Aniston had the nipples out, dude, on every episode. She did those little nipples out. She did those little nipples out. She showing them nips, boy. You guys need to watch Friends. The fact that you don't like Friends bothers me. I used to watch Seinfeld a lot. I didn't get the jokes, but I loved it. I used to watch Seinfeld, too. As a kid, I didn't get the jokes. That's because you're a poser, you bitch. Whoa, so you're, dude. you're just laughing for no fucking reason. I, would, I, 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 I was like, "That's hilarious, Jeremy. Yeah. That's hilarious." No, yeah. I, I, would, I wouldn't even laugh. I would just like watch it and be like, "Oh, cool." I would just learn stuff from TV. Oh, what did you learn from Seinfeld? <laughs> T- nothing. You know the the soup Nazi, soup uh, Nazi. just common yes. courtesy. You know, common like the courtesy. things they would complain about. Like it's it's like the Larry. It's like Curb. It's like the shit you would complain about. And you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that's not okay to do." Yeah, and then that became part of my uh, like how I saw the world. Was through the lens of a Jewish man. Look in at New this York. man just com- completely make up a story on the spot right now. <laughs> the fact that <laughs> not for real though. I'm like, iced tea and I'm interrogating you right now. <laughs> you, know you know what else? You know what else? So why'd you watch Seinfeld, motherfucker? <laughs> huh? 
You just wake up every day and masturbate so loud in your bathroom that your dad would hear you and he would yell at you, stop masturbating. And that's why that's a true story, bro. You're the great cum killer of San Gabriel Valley, motherfucker. <laughs> but not only from Seinfeld, I would watch like rom coms and I would think like that's what it's like to be in a relationship. And I learned very quickly. Not what did true. you what's the first lesson that you learned from a rom com? You know what it is? It's just I thought when you're with a girl, you're supposed to be very lovey-dovey. You're supposed to be very like, oh, I love you. Like very like affectionate. And guess what? Girls don't really like that when you're in high school. Especially when you're not <laughs> when you're not with them yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, bro. Your boy learned uh, real quick. Yeah. That like this is, and I thought that was just my expectation. Like that's what I just thought the world was. But once again, wrong. Were you nervous wrong. when you gave your, when you had your first kiss? Yeah. I was nervous. Were you practicing on a pillow like a little dweeb? <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? I used to make, I, bro, I used to like a hole inside your fucking pillowcase and shit. I used to tongue down my, my fucking your pillow? Uh, pillow, dude. I used to tongue it down. Really? Dude. Yeah, because Was wow. Tiff your first kiss? No. I'm a oh, blood player, dude. Bang, 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 okay. bang, bang. Who was Who your was first it? kiss? Just some rum deep seduce. Rum deep seduce. <laughs> it was just some girl that I like really, like really liked that she just grabbed your big old ears and brought you a little closer. Honestly, she, she, was, she was very initi- open? Like she initiated everything. I, I was too much of a pussy. I didn't know how to deal with anything. Eyes open or were they closed? Uh, that's a good question. She fucking grab your balls and be like, come here, China boy. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, come here, little chink. And I was like, okay. She was like, went. you'll get another kiss. What is it? A taint or a goose? <laughs> and I was like, I was the right answer. You said goose. She goes, no more. Yeah, yeah, actually, like, boom, it's actually a taint. It's a yeah. Bulbasaur bitch. I, you know what? I think my eyes were closed. I don't know, bro. That's a weird question to ask. What about your first kiss, you fucking weirdo? Was your eyes open or closed? I don't, I don't remember. The guy's beard was very stressful. <laughs> <laughs> it's very distracting. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, very, yeah, very yeah, distracting. Yeah, yeah. We should talk about fucking Travis Scott and Astro World oh, and what the pandemonium. Yeah, so you know what, what that sounds like? Sounds like a good fucking publicity stunt to go to a Travis Scott concert. Like these motherfuckers dying. That's a great advertisement for how good his concerts are. Have you seen the documentary on this shit? <laughs> this man is disrespecting the dead. Have you? I know. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. But have you seen yeah. his con- his documentary on Netflix? R.I.P. Whatever. Wait. What? So what happened? There's a documentary. There's a doc. It was before all this shit. But like, it would show how crazy this fool's concerts would get. What like, is it about he, Travis Scott that people he, love he so much? Incites it, bro. What do you mean? I'm not going to lie. How does he incite it? What does he do? He just likes. What are they doing at these He's companies? yelling into the crowd like, oh, I saw it at a barbershop. That sounds like normal shit. Yeah, it, but he kind of takes it to another level. He's like, kill man. motherfuckers. Is he yelling yeah, at? stab everybody. Well, there was Stick a, people with needles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a clip of somebody trying to like jack his shoe. And then he was like, like, get this motherfucker. Yeah, beat him the fuck up. Like, get him. Fuck this fool. Fuck this fool up. He yeah. was screaming at the crowd to beat up the person who tried to jack his shoe. Yeah. Which I'm like. That's very different from what you said in your apology, which was like, I am so taken aback by this event. I hate it when people, when celebrities do apologies like that because mm-hmm. it sounds so disingenuous. You know, yeah. that one, I, I heard about it. I, did, I only watched a little clip of it, but it did seem like he was like, I don't, I don't know. The man. thing is, if, look, all right, here's the thing. I don't know the full story. I know people died and whatnot because they were getting crazy, people. but yeah. like. I I see people wanting to blame him, but it's like, if you're performing, how the fuck do you know what's going on? I think it's because everybody was coming up to him saying that people were dying. And like, like so people, people are coming people up, to coming him up like, on the stage saying there's somebody dead, there's somebody dead. Yeah. Telling and, him directly, like, but there's dead. also clips of him of of him saying, like, hey, you know, help these people out. There, that guy's get- passed out. And he was like, he, there was, I think, one or two of them or something like that. Yeah. Was it the past uh, clip? Because 
sometimes the sets kind of look the same after a while. And I'm curious yeah. to see like date wise, like was this a recent one? Was this from the past weekend? Because it's half yeah. the past weekend, right? Yeah. So I don't even know if those are all <coughs> like the right clips. But yeah. I, we saw a few clips of people uploading him trying to help people. And there's another one. <laughs> this isn't funny, but it's kind of funny. They're like somebody was roasting Travis Scott or basically trying to cancel him saying like this people are dying out here and travis scott is doing the robot <laughs> this motherfucker yeah, like, I said, that's <laughs> the video that's making its rounds yeah, it's the funniest shit ever it's a pretty somebody, good robot though yeah somebody's yeah. dying this motherfucker's like ah, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. i'm like dog what the fuck is going on it's a good robot so there was an account of a, a of a young lady who was talking about what happened at the concert right uh-huh. so she was trying to describe how fucking nuts it was when people were bum rushing towards the stage okay said it was so tight that it literally felt like people were like squeezing you. Mm-hmm. And it got to a point where that girl recounted where she fell over. And when she fell over, she saw somebody's face. Like she fell face down and she saw somebody's face right next to her. And then she realized that people were standing on top of people, <gasps> trampling them. The craziest part about that that well, she said was that when she noticed that person's face, there was somebody else beneath that person. Oh my God. So it was already two layers of people that were getting trampled. Oh my on. God, dude. Yeah, yeah. dude. People were getting their heads it's crushed. Like Game dude. of Thrones, dude. Exactly. So John that's Snow. like eight people basically suffocated to death. Wow. And I saw, I heard, because a, a lot of people were on the news talking about it, like from people's accounts from being in the concert. And they were saying that there were points in times where it would get so crushed where people were literally off the ground. Like their feet were off the ground and they're just being held up by just being People. squeezed together. Yes. So, and then uh, there was a story of a couple. The girl fell down, and the guy just jumped over her and like just shielded her from getting trampled because motherfuckers oh. were rushing. Apparently, it was like overcrowded. Um, like I saw a five year old <laughs> on someone's shoulders at the Travis Scott concert, and I think and who the she, fuck would bring a five year old to a fucking Travis Scott concert? To you by can the see way. the documentary. It's a great right, concert. Right. Like, come on, it's right. real. Uh, the production value is very high. Uh, nah, but like it, it does seem like he does kind of invite some of it. I know it's like every other artist, but a little more so than normal. But, but is he is he invite like is he just getting people amped? Because there's a big leap to go from like getting people amped to being like yo kill. Well, there's a lot of like, rush the stage. Like he says shit like that. Like he kind of he kind of incites it a little bit. But then again, a, it's not his fault that people are are going. Well, kind I don't know. It's well, a there's weird, a little it's a weird, weird thing. thing too where people are saying like he you know because there's a lot of like demonic symbolism in his shit. Oh, there is. And people are are like the theory right now is that it was actually a blood sacrifice that he was like sacrificing people to like oh okay. or shit like that. Well, because like his stage is like very demonic. Yeah. His like album car- cover. I, I these like emo rappers now are doing like de- emo demon shit right now. Like, like Lil Nas X. Yeah. What was up with that? Him lap dancing uh, the devil? Or, that shit was that fire, shit? bro. I didn't see it. He, I, I saw only a heard clip about of that it. and I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't know. And I was like, bro, if you took someone from the 50s when they thought like rock and roll was the devil's music and then you showed them this shit. That's the devil. That's that's literally what I like think their would, head would explode. Yep. I think for Lil Nas X, I think he's trying to fuck with like a certain demographic of people that don't really like him anyway. So he's like, I'm going to fuck with these fools. Mm. That's what I think. Like that white Americans, wild, though. like like religious white Americans who think him being gay is like the worst thing ever. So he's like, man, I'm gonna stick it. To, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make you guys sweat. I'm not. I'm not religious, but I, I was watching. I was like, fucking damn, dude. Like, all right, this dude's swinging for the fences. Man, huh? You getting soft, dog? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I thought it was. I just laughed, but yeah, I was like, yeah, damn, yeah. this shit's wild. Like, it's wild. Yeah, I told you long ago. Did you see that music video? Uh, uh, is that the one where he's lap dancing uh, uh, the fucking uh, uh, devil? Is that the one? 
was that the one? I don't know. So this is the one where he's in. There's a bunch of all his backup <laughs> dancers are are like gay backup dancers and okay. they're butt naked swinging dick around <laughs> for real in a prison. That's it. Hey, some that link. <laughs> hey, what is it? Dog, that hey, music what? video is wild, bro. <laughs> like if you're homophobic, that's gonna send you straight to heaven. Yeah, right. Like bam! Oh shit! Dead heart attack straight to God. I saw a bunch of dick, God. There's a there's a dude we know who's like kind of homophobic and shit. Not kind of. He's very homophobic. But he was like, yeah, low key. And we make fun of him about it all the time. We're like, you gay, bro. Shut up. But he's like, man, Lil Nas X is fucking trash. Well, I fucking don't like this dude. He's gay, bro. Like, he's he wild. <laughs> he's gay. That's so gay, wild. Like, like, why don't you like him? He gay. He's, he's gay. gay that's it? He's like, but he, he, he cites like the music videos. He's like, yo, this motherfucker, like, like, Lap dancing with the devil and and he he's like pregnant in his pictures and shit. I'm like, you know, you're <laughs> what's not wrong pregnant, with that? Bro. I was like, you know, you're not pregnant, dog. You know, but he ever since he started talking about how he doesn't like Lil Nas X, we play Lil Nas X wherever he is. And hey, his, his album kind of fire, bro. It's like, it's, I like it. I'm I'm a fan. Old Town Road. I'm a fan. Hey, Old Town Road. Catch that song it. you were singing earlier. I don't know the name of it. I'm I think like fan. Kanye West was like he produced some of that too. Oh, he so. did. Banger, Spice bro. banger, dude. Yeah, that's probably why. Hey, if will you go to a Travis Scott concert? No, no I don't. I don't way. like concerts like that, dude. I don't like that shit. That gives me anxiety, bro. I don't, even, I don't really know like, his music, to be honest. Well, that's because you're it's an pretty adult. Good. Like Travis Scott, I feel like people who listen to Travis Scott are really young. Uh, I like it. Like those concerts, I've heard like, a bunch of young kids are there. Okay, so it's, it's like fun. eighteen year olds and shit, and they like mosh and shit. Is it like? Yeah. Is it like crazy? Like amped that shit? I just don't like people that close to me though. Like, yeah, I don't like that shit. No, yeah, I hate that shit. I'm not into mosh pits. I don't like the thought. Of a mosh pit. Like we yeah. went to uh, Kanye West. We saw the St. Pablo tour and we mm-hmm. had the general mission. We we're on the ground floor. I honestly, that was probably one of the coolest fuck concerts I've ever been to. Like this dude, his production quality, amazing. But you do get really nervous when all these motherfuckers are like trying to leave the arena mm-hmm. and everyone's pushed up against you. And like I was getting pissed, bro. I was like, yo, back the fuck up. Like I don't like, I'm very claustrophobic. Whenever I go to concerts, I get very anxious. Because I don't like when there's a lot of people because it is yeah. very weird. There's a lot of weird shit that happens. And sure enough, when you I watch the videos of the Travis Scott concert, look what happens. Bro, that shit scares the fuck out of me because it's like there's nothing you could do. You're just, yeah, you're just You're stuck. fucked. Could you imagine? Well, they got people got trampled on like it was Walmart. Did like, you hear about the guy? Black there, Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude, there was people like thing. injecting motherfuckers too, I heard. Was it fentanyl? Is that what I don't know. What, I just heard, heard somebody I heard. was just injecting people with random. Like, what the I, see, fuck I, is going on there? Probably. probably maybe yeah, probably These i don't doubt are, it like drugs are crazy nowadays man everybody be doing like fit now Question <laughs> is, do you think people are wild and extra because of covid i don't know if it's because of covid per se but i think it's just the general like party life and culture is the hot thing to do now yeah because back in the day it was gangbang like like <laughs> like you got to play it cool all the time yeah you can't show that you like shit you can't show that you fuck with shit too heavy yeah or people call you a fucking loser <laughs> <laughs> even if you like stuff like if you really like i don't know let's say you like pumpkin pie right yeah and they go you like pumpkin pie i'm like that's just i you know yeah. you always had to play things cool but now it's about hey let's get fucked up let's drink let's party let's get smashed because who the fuck cares? Nothing matters, right? Yeah. That's like the hot shit. Now, all the music reflects that. All the, the emo rap. This wow, is what's yeah. cool now. So I feel like the crazier you are, the more attention you get, the more views you get, the more TikTok followers you get. That's true. So huh? 
it's different now, yeah. right? So if you take that incentive away, let's say all the social media shit disappeared. The only thing that alive was YouTube. Yeah. You couldn't post what you're doing every day. You think half these people be doing that? Absolutely that, not. That becomes for the clout. That's yeah. so crazy to think about because that's very true. Like you look at all the guys that are very popular on like TikTok and all that shit. It's just them <laughs> partying, doing wild fucking I'll, like crazy shit that nobody would ever do. I'll tell right. you this. Like I have a buddy of mine who's been going to Burning Man for like probably 20 years now. You think right? people die in Burning Man like that? Oh, for sure, from multiple different types of AIDS that you don't even know, <laughs> right? STDs, straight up the yin yang, yeah, like seventeen sure. bumps on your dick, lip, and your ears for no reason. People be fucking at Burning Man, huh? Yeah, hardcore. So, yeah. so my buddy James used to go to he's he's been going to Burning Man consistently for twenty years, and even then he sees the change, like the the people who had come to Burning Man. So like people who went to Burning Man were people who were like who want to be off the grid, do a shit ton of shrooms and drugs. There was no cameras there, like in terms of like sharing for social media. Yeah, it would yeah. just be for like your own memories, experience. Yeah, like you know, I, I thought it was always for like white hippies, like really like hippie dippy, kind of like, like that. off the spectrum weirdos, kind of like it if was, I'm so, being judgy. <laughs> so one of my yeah. one of my girlfriends, she used to love going to Burning Man and shit. But at the time, I was like hyper-Christian. So I was like, I can't do that demon shit. Yeah, I was a fucking youth minister. Damn. I should be going to Burning Man. You know what I mean? Damn. Now I see people that should go to gone. Burning Man are all like dressed up. They do like these weird, like it's, it's kind of a play like on cosplay. Burning Man. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And they dress up and there are people that I never thought would ever go to Burning Man. I would typically see these people at like edc or yeah. other like coachella and now yeah, they'll the, say people are going to burning man. the burning man edc crowd is like starting from what he told me is kind of like meshing Morning. now right uh, it's like this young hip cool thing to do right before it was like very exclusive like if you fucked with burning man you wanted to drive to the middle of a fucking desert and start doing hella drugs and just start fucking and sucking dick or just like enjoying <laughs> music out there having a spiritual experience so they have performances out there um i think so but from what he t- I'm, okay, from what he told me, he was just saying it was like a spiritual experience for him. Like yeah. He's been doing that for super, super years. A lot of people, they have like art all over the place that they create and, and make. they set it on fire. I guess. And they bur- they do the Burning Man shit. They but burn the dude. It yeah. became super commercialized. And so even like the Burning Man aspect of what it was is starting to change. Mm. Like, I don't know. I personally haven't been there, but this is from I a guy who's been going there for 20 years. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when, once once people start doing stuff for the for the idea of, I want people to recognize me. It, mm. It's different now. Yeah. You do crazier and crazier things. Yeah, you're right. So. You're right. And for sure, like you said, social media just exponentially made it crazier as fuck, you know? Yeah. Would you but, go to Burning Man? I would go. I fucking win. I would go for sure. Just to see you like, what's, what's up? You wouldn't want to see that crazy weird shit? I'm bored. Dude, I'm so fucking boring, dog. Like, I don't really like to do all that shit. I'll do it for a couple <laughs> hours and be like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, but why like, are you laughing? You know this about me, <laughs> like old ass man. I kind of am old man, bro. I want to be got prune juice there, <laughs> and then I'm not prune juice. Nikki ain't gonna have a good time. Y'all don't got sweet tea. Yeah. Y'all ain't got no sweet tea, dude. It's you, dry as fuck out there. You, you know what I'm gonna do to my psoriasis? Oh my word! Come on, dog. I'm, you, I got dandruff enough in the winter time. If I go to Burning Man, your boy's gonna be making it snow over there. Yo, fuck that. You got to go see what it's about, though. All those weirdos, the weird art. They do, like, we- all kinds of weird shit. It's just, like, a, dis- a crazy experience. It. Sell me on it. It's just something that you've never experienced ever before. Some wild-ass shit where you're going to see people hella, interact in a way. people be coming back with mono, though. Don't kiss anybody. Don't fuck anybody. I ain't going to Don't do, do drugs. Just go, like, as an observer. Just be like, what do people get into? There's no money. Like, so people exchange, like, bar- like barter system. There's no cash. So you can get drinks and everything, but you have to tr- like I'll trade like a fucking bracelet for a beer or something like that. I don't got no or drugs. Get bracelets for this. 
I gotta exchange fucking my money for bracelets to use as currency. So you just take shit that you don't want at the house and you take it out. That you fucking so it's give a giant yard sale. You That's give somebody a pen that doesn't, a stapler that doesn't work, and get a fucking blowjob. <laughs> That's a bad deal. I'm, I'm, what do you, you mean? Know, I'm fucking people over here. That is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's a good Here's deal. a pen that doesn't work. Now suck my dick. Like, yeah. that's a, I don't feel I don't feel comfortable about that. I feel like I'm taking advantage. No, because it's a mutual decision. That's true. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, I'm in. Let's go to Burning Man. And then do you know what <laughs> suck is if afterwards mouthful comes, she tries to write and it doesn't work. She's like, what the fuck? fuck. <laughs> she goes, yeah, like, she's gonna want to write stuff down at Burning she Man. She fucking grabs it. Never spinning the come back in. I would. Would you go? Um, I don't like people. That's a no, bro. Like, give him some shit. How can you not give you not giving him shit? I feel like if I go to Burning Man, it's gonna, shit. Be, it's gonna be slap city <laughs> all like over again. Copy and paste. Yeah, somebody's you gonna. Wanna, you're not interested in seeing like that weird, like just because it's you is, know. Is there a live stream? I'll watch that. No. I mean, like I'm pretty sure it, it'd be kind of an interesting story to have me going to Burning Man, yeah. but. I'll probably last there a day at most because I don't really do drugs like that. This I don't think I don't even like Disneyland, dude. Think yeah. about like the the amount of people that it's at Disneyland, and then you multiply that with whatever Burning Man is, and then just how close everybody is in proximity, and like the energy is very different. The pretense of what you're at Burning Man for is gonna be very different. You're gonna have so many random people coming up to you, just like fucking with you. And no, just, I'm not supposed to enjoy it. Yeah, dude. It's like, hey, come here, sit with me. I'm like, get the fuck away from me dude yeah. david's a very particular Blessings. i think <laughs> yeah exactly blessings blessings and they'd probably be like all right man that's your energy man that's your energy man I respect it yeah i could barter you this fist to your fucking face if you don't walk away how about that yeah yeah <laughs> blessings blessings like i don't think i would even go to coachella i would rather go to burning man than coach because coachella is like more like a, a concert like burning man seems like some one one unique type shit to see we do, yeah. okay this is what we're doing the next burning man Let's we're doing genius burning there, burning and man. we're doing ayahuasca oh, we should interview no. people at burning man that'd be cool dude that would be great I was like, so how ayahuasca? many aids do you have yeah. like three thank you and then three at bank a new <laughs> boom, strain boom, that boom. nobody has ever seen before i'm dying <laughs> sure. right now Boom, Dude, honestly, <laughs> we should go and like just have a little like. Can you? You can't record out there, can you? We just put like. A little I'm pretty head. sure you could record shit out there. Well, I don't know. I don't know if there's like a little. I don't know. I'd be watching some Burning Man porn every now and then. Yeah, <laughs> really. What's that like? What is that? No, I, I like years ago. I <laughs> I saw like somebody posting up clips. You know, like when you just surf through porn. Yeah, yeah, but yeah it was like yeah, it was yeah, at a concert where a girl was sucking some dude's dick and nice. it was Burning Man. Oh, great! I was like, I don't think they. I'm not sure if they just do that out there, but it was very interesting. And it didn't look like it was like set up porn. It looked like it was just something that was happening. It was just happening spontaneous. I'm, I'm like, why the fuck is this person just have like this Indian Native American hat sucking dick <laughs> in the middle of a desert? And it was a it was like a Burning Man. Or some they shit. bartered a pen. That's what happened. I need your pen. Well, you know what that's going to cost. Yeah. A blowjob. She's like, that's a great deal. Bro, that's what you do. If you're ever going to have a yard sale, don't do that. Just take all your shit to Burning Man, get all blowjobs, and then just bounce, and you had a good time. (laughs) We all know why he wants to go. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Dude. What? Don't what? poo me for not wanting to go to Burning Man, bro. Just to see it for a day. Like, we could just go for one day. Just to, like, drive in and see up. I don't know. It's it's in the desert, so... Three hours? Yeah, it's just three hours away. Right. We go for a day. If we sleep, go to fight, if you're wake the, if, up, if and you then guys come are back. down, I'll fucking go to Burning Man. What, dude. What's I want a housing I, situation. I would actually like to go with you guys the most because I think it'd be funny as fuck Do to we, see you guys in Burning yeah, Man. Yeah, we're gonna squirm. We're gonna be like, ugh, dude. I don't but know. we gotta go in. And but, if he has ayahuasca, then we have to take it. Even though I'm scared, and I don't. Would you guys do it. take ayahuasca? I'm scared. I've I've thought about taking ayahuasca, but I, I'm also really scared. I'm fucking scared only because I've I know two people who had very very bad experiences with it. And that's like 
I've only talked to maybe a handful of people who've done it and two out of a handful is way too much. Yeah. You know, like I'm talking about, I know somebody who like flipped out, divorced, you, the story. you know, divorced oh, yeah. you know, the whole shit. So coffee shop guy, right? Yep. Hate that. Can't do it. I, yeah. I can't do it. Like I, I don't want to wake up one day, just look at Mario. We are not meant to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that guy, he kind of made a big choice though, didn't he? Like he did ayahuasca and then immediately was like fuck everything i did in the past i had this another, is a new life i had yeah. another buddy who, crazy. Um, crazy. who did like ayahuasca and he came out i was like so how'd you feel it was like it was trippy did you learn anything he goes nope yeah. <laughs> i was like that shit was just really trippy <laughs> yeah. yeah that could work that, that's that's pretty cool because it's better than the other one that's cool. a lot of people are doing it for what that spiritual journey kind mm-hmm. of that 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 unlocks something like inhibitions that you had before or makes you see things about yourself yeah. that you didn't mm. know about. Yeah. My buddy did uh, ayahuasca recently and he's like the second time he did it, he went on a retreat and he was telling me that it was like, it's more of the shit that he deals with internally that he doesn't understand why he feels a certain way about like, say like he has imposter syndrome or something. He's like, I don't know why I feel this way. But for him, he was saying his visions were about like his childhood and like his parents and like him looking down at him as a kid dealing with his parents and then like their relationship and then just being able to change it. And that was his vision. Like it would, it would repeat until he got it right. I guess he got, he, he handled the situation, right? So sounds I, like therapy. Yeah. Kind of right. So it is a little different for everybody and how you kind of manage it, but you know, definitely don't pretty just, sure. Regular therapy probably would have worked for him. Yeah, probably. And I think so too. Yeah. And I told him he's a All right, so this was Evan. <laughs> Burning Man, you're going to take some ayahuasca. Uh, just me. Just you. Just you, and we're going to record it. Yeah, we're going to watch you. Why am I the guinea pig? Because you have to be. I'll just throw up everywhere. Because you're the one who doesn't even drink alcohol, nothing. That's true. I smoke pot. Nah. Who says pot, Grandpa? I know. Good Lord, dude. the fuck, dude? What do you What do you call this? It's a pot stick, dude. It's a pot. What are you, stick? a cop, dude? <laughs> <laughs> bro, you're hey, a cop, bro. Dude, he's talking hey. like a narc right now, dude. <laughs> hey, take a hit of my pot stick dude, right here. The kids, he's like, hey, kids, you guys have any pot sticks? <laughs> <laughs> you know, marijuana joint. You, you guys got the... some wacky taffy? Who <laughs> <laughs> invited the cop, dude? That's what I call it. Show yeah. me a little wacky. Do, do you think I look like a cop? Yeah. Do I have yeah. a cop vibe? Kind Especially of. with my head shaved? You look, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, you look like you know, you know once you attractive. start talking and interacting, no, but you're, the way you look and the fact that you call it pot, yeah. That's what my dad calls it. Did you see that clip on Twitter of this guy who's like clearly an undercover cop? <laughs> nah, it's nah. the funniest fucking video. This dude's like this yoked out buff white guy with like a buzz cut. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm looking for some crack, bro. I'm looking to get fucking. I'm looking for some crack, bro. <laughs> and he's like, and this, and this dude's like oh, recording. He was like, you a cop, motherfucker. <laughs> He's like, it's like, nah, man. I'm just looking to have a good time, man. He's like, dude, I'm trying to get wet. You know? I'm trying to get wet. I'm yeah. so crap. He's like, bro, you a fucking get the fuck out of here, bro. Motherfucking cop trying to act like you want. Get the fuck out of here. He's like, nah, man. You got any good stuff? You got any good stuff? Wow. Dude, look at you. I gotta you watch that. Shit. Like the little devil's liquid. I don't even. I don't even smoke. Diablo, I just use it as dude. a prop when people say I don't smoke or do anything. I like it. Well, I'm guys, trying to be cool, dude. That wraps up this episode of the Genius Love Brain it. Podcast. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Nick, I'm drinking right f- now. Where can they find you, you stupid bitch? It's full. Uh, it's full. <laughs> it's, it's mostly full. water now. All the fucking ice cubes melted. We what barely put fuck? any liquor in there. It, it's pretty good. It was gin. Uh, you can find me and Nick the ear. Pretty good. It was gin on Instagram. <laughs> and you can find Patrick oh. at patrick.t.riley. That's me. That's me. That's your boy. And then, Genius Brain every Thursday. Penis. Penis Brain. Penis Brain. Penis Brain. Penis Brain. Genius Brain every Thursday to Sundays until next year at January 1st. It's only once a week, baby. You better yeah. get your fix now. Yeah, get it in, Small baby. But we're going to be fucking switching shit up. Let's go. It's going to be really nice. We'll see you all next time.
Peace. Yee. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.